Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Chapter 20, Compromise. Everything was ready. I was packed for my two-day visit with Alice, and my bag waited for me on the passenger seat of my truck. I'd given the concert tickets to Angela, Ben, and Mike. Mike was going to take Jessica, which was exactly what I'd hoped. I'm Julia Argy. And I'm Vanessa Zoltan. And this is Hot and Bothered, Twilight in Quarantine. So Julia, at the end of this chapter, Bella agrees to marry Edward. And I'm wondering what it would take for you to agree to marry Edward. I'm really thinking about like real estate right now. Mm. Like a London townhouse, Tuscany villa. Like I'll probably want a Cambridge mansion in Massachusetts. I've always wanted one of those. So I think it would take like a lot of real estate. Oh, my God. It would take so much more for me than real estate because, like, you would have to share the real estate with him. Yeah, but it would be so big he would be, like, in a separate wing. <laughs> <laughs> like, it would take – for me, I would need Donald Trump in jail and world peace. Wow. Yeah, that's a big – that's a big ask. I'm, I'm a cheap date, actually. So, yeah. <laughs> I need less. <laughs> okay. Let's tell everybody what happens in this chapter. A whole lot of nothing. A whole lot. Okay. Count me in. Three, two, one, go. Edward lets Bella drive, and he seems super into kissing. And Bella's like, okay, I'm going to ask him for something, and I'm really nervous about it. And then Edward gives her the quote-unquote hand-me-down, which is a shiny heart, and puts it on the same locket as Jacob's thing, and it's so weird. And then Bella's like, I want to have sex before I become a vampire. And he's like, I want to get married before we have sex. And so that's the compromise. They agree to do it in that order. They agree to marriage sex uh vampire good comprehensive thank you i thought so ready set go so they go for their sleepover and they get into bed and bella's really trying to get edward to have sex with her she keeps blushing and (laughs) it's like you can have everything you want and she's like i want you and he's like you have me and it takes like maybe 40 minutes for edward to figure out that bella wants to have sex with him um she keeps trying to take off his clothes there was a sad moment where he's like don't keep taking off your clothes and she's like oh do you want to do that part it was really tragic um and then he proposes and she says yes this book is getting weirder breaking news judy do oh i have a totally new theory about edward in mind reading Oh, do tell. 
that came from kind of what I was touching on in my 30 second recap, where it takes Edward so, so long to figure out what Bella is trying to communicate with him, even though it seems really obvious. Obviously, they don't use the word sex because that is not allowed in Forks to say the word sex. We've known that since book one. But I think Edward's mind reading has like totally made him lose his ability to communicate regularly with people without it. And since he can't read Bella's mind, he has such a hard time trying to figure out what she actually wants. And so after like 100 years of mind reading, he's just unable to communicate. And that is the root of all of the communication issues in their relationship is because he's so used to reading people's minds. He's unable to like bridge the gap between what people say and what people actually mean. Yeah, that's like I just got an electric mixer. And I used to just like make whipped cream by hand. And I feel like that muscle is going to atrophy. And if I ever need to make whipped cream by hand again, I'll be like, how do I even do this? Yeah, you'll start like scratching at the bowl with your fingernails being like, maybe this will work. Is this it? Do I need (laughs) the cream? (laughs) Yeah, I totally get it, Edward. My other piece of breaking news is that Edward has decorated his room to match his eye color, which I don't think I totally picked up on when we got the room tour in Twilight. But then she said that his duvet matches his eye color. And I was like, I can totally imagine Edward flipping through a PBT catalog being like, you know, it's a great idea. (laughs) Like having my home room (laughs) be designed around my beautiful golden eyes. There in a romance novel that I love and Ariana hates. The guy paints his room the color of the girl's eyes. But Edward, God bless him, is like, do you know what I want to do? Paint this the color of my eyes. Like, that's some good self-love. Yeah, I'm honestly surprised it's not just mirrors all around. He's like, (laughs) why paint it the color of my eyes when I could just look into my own eyes? (laughs) Did you have any breaking news? I do. I said this in my 30-second recap, but, like, the bracelet, the, like, one chain, two men thing is really weird to me. I just want to name that. What do you think is weird about it? Like, why wouldn't you do that for like me and Ariana? You know, (laughs) I would do it for you and Ariana. That is not the same as like two like rivals. Who's to say Ariana aren't fighting for your love? (laughs) Oh, fair enough. Okay. Are you guys fighting for my love? And I just didn't know it. 100%. Oh, I love both of you. That's why you need a bracelet with both of us. That's what I'm saying is happening for Bella. <laughs> okay, fine. Not weird. And I will accept a piece of jewelry that represents both of you. And the other thing that confuses me is why sex with a vampire is like the one thing that Bella wants to experience before she stops being in a human body. Like if I were her, I'd be like, I want to go to all the, like, Michelin-starred restaurants. I'm just, like, much more into food than the idea of sex with Edward. So I'm like, <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> go swimming in Hawaii so you can feel it on your human skin. Like, there are just so many other things I would do before having sex with Edward. <laughs> I mean, as we learn in this chapter, her body wants Edward more than it wants food, water, and air. So... Yeah, the oxygen thing, I really want to call her bluff on. I want to hold her nose shut (laughs) and be like, really? Still you want Edward more than air? Still? I want to call hardcore bullshit on that. Yeah, it was a really extreme stance to take, but maybe true for her, in which case she should definitely have sex soon because that sounds really important. I found them very annoying in this chapter. I don't know if you can tell. Yeah, no, I can tell. But did you have a moment of genuine enjoyment? 
I did. I really enjoyed that Bella is finally accepting material goods from Edward. She was like, yes, I'll take this piece of jewelry. Yes, I'll take that piece of jewelry. Love that. And then the other thing is I I was really glad to see like Bella express her horniness and like ask for what she wanted. What about you? What did you genuinely enjoy? I know you didn't like it, but I was honestly kind of into this chapter. It was just like so juicy. There was so much stuff that happened. Literally nothing happened. There was just so much angst. It wasn't like we hear about the different places Bella goes. It wasn't like we hear (laughs) the backstory of a separate character. I haven't seen Edward and Bella together in a chapter for like since Twilight, book one. And it felt like good to be back to like their weird communication. It felt good to like have tension within their relationship as opposed to just like people trying to murder them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just was refreshing to see them interact. I don't know. I don't like the way they interact, but I like seeing it happen. And it was kind of invigorating. (laughs) Well, I'm happy for you. Thank you. I am too. So, Julia, there was one moment of, like, concern, and that was when Edward doesn't like what Bella is saying, so he pins her and covers her mouth with his hand. Like, I don't want to yuck their yum, but this, like, doesn't feel, like, sexy that It feels like literally physically silencing a woman and restraining her. So I just want to name that. And it feels like it was also because Bella calls getting married silly. He's like, how dare you? Quiet, lady. Jamais, madame. (laughs) Never. Do you think Edward has a French accent? (laughs) I think when we are outraged, we are all French. Mm. Sacre bleu. Vanessa, do you have any advice for people in this chapter? My first piece of advice is for Edward. And my advice is don't marry Bella. They say that three of the most important things to make a marriage work are communication, having the same goals, and having the same values. And I would say that now we've diagnosed why, but like your communication with Bella is horrible. You guys have very different goals. Bella wants to become a vampire and you want her to stay a human. Those are like really at odds with each other. And I would argue that you don't even have the same values as like you value virginity and marriage and she doesn't. She values like financial independence and you don't. So given that these are like the three most important things for a marriage working, I think don't marry her. Also, she doesn't want to, but like don't do it. It's a bad idea. So do you think that Edward and Bella are going to get divorced? I don't know. I just think that they might be miserable together for a really long time. If Edward and Bella break up after Bella becomes a vampire, literally what is she going to do? Exactly. She has no family. She knows no one else. And she's a vampire. I think every 10 years she moves to a new town as a doctor, right? Like, that's what she has to do. She has yeah. to, like, and I would read that book. I mean, that would that would certainly be a good use of her time if she gets exiled from the Cullen family. What about you, Julia? What advice do you have? So I'm worried about the sex because in this chapter, we hear about his quote unquote cold and urgent mouth. And I feel like this just doesn't really bode well for like a pleasant sexual experience. So I'm thinking that as Alice is planning the wedding, maybe Carlisle should be inventing like a vampire-sized air fryer that they can pop Edward into in advance of their marital 
exploits together because him being cold and then having sex, it just really seems unappealing. I also just realized that a sauna is a human sized air fryer. So that would work too. (laughs) Oh, they should only have sex in saunas. Yeah. She would be hot. I don't want people to touch me when I'm in a sauna. Here's the thing though, Vanessa. If your partner is ice cold in the sauna, then you definitely want to touch them. So, like, he doesn't have to preheat. They just go in together and enjoy them themselves. (laughs) Got it. Um, And that's a good counterbalance to what's going on. Okay. So my advice is go to a sauna. (laughs) That's great advice. I miss things like saunas. What was your second piece of advice? My second piece of advice is to Bella. Bella, don't marry Edward. So I looked up the 10 worst reasons to marry someone. And Bella's not in the top three. The top three are to have a dream wedding, to get presents, and number three is loneliness. But number four is because you feel pressured to, which applies to Bella entirely. And then five and six I don't think apply to Bella. One is that all of your friends are getting married or your ex got engaged is a reason to get married, which I agree. That's a bad reason. But number seven is that sex is a bad reason to get married. And this article says, if your religion asks you to wait for sex until marriage, you might be tempted to rush the wedding. Sure, it's hard to wait and not know what you're missing, but sex is just one way you can make each other feel good. And then it gives other ideas. But (laughs) I, I just agree that sex is a bad reason to get married, and that is the entire reason that Bella is getting married. Okay, but riddle me this, Vanessa. Is your imminent transformation into a vampire a good reason to have sex for your first time? So I didn't read an article about that. Mm -hmm. I guess I'm going to like punt on this question because I would say she shouldn't be a vampire. (laughs) Do you want to hear what the eighth, ninth, and tenth worst reasons are? Sure. (laughs) Kids, money, and your parents shaming you. These are so out of order. Like, getting a bunch of gifts or trying to spite your ex? Like, spite your ex is a worse reason than to, like, get a KitchenAid. That I totally agree. It only occurred to me recently that you can buy yourself a KitchenAid, that you don't need to wait for marriage for that. Yeah, I mean, it's like sex before marriage. It's like you have to be married to get one. (laughs) What about you? What's your second piece of advice? I have a bit of interior design advice, so I think it's technically towards Esme, We hear about when Edward is eager to give Bella her little charm bracelet. It says, human velocity was not fast enough for him. He scooped me up again and nearly flew up the stairs to his room. And I was like, wouldn't it be cool if vampire houses didn't have stairs and everyone just hopped from floor to floor? I think they should do that. And like have ropes and stuff. Ooh, and like a fireman's pole. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the only problem is that they wouldn't have been able to host the party there, but that doesn't really strike me as a problem, like rent a club. Well, I actually think it's a great idea for parties because then you don't have weird teens going up to the bedroom and trying to have sex. Just be like, there's a secret stairwell somewhere and then just keep them all on the ground floor. (laughs) I think that the jig might be up, (laughs) but sure. 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. So, Julie, instead of a reality TV show today, we are doing something even better. We are doing a game show. <laughs> <laughs> So we are going to do Family Feud. We posted a couple of questions on Instagram and we got your responses. The person who is guessing the answers to the questions will get three chances to guess the top three answers. So if they get all three right, they get three points. And if they guess zero of the three, they get no points and they lose. Okay, so Julia, here are my questions. Are you ready? I'm so ready. So what did the most people say to this question? What is the big game that you would hunt if you were a vampire? And I'm not I'm not answering for me. I'm answering what other people are saying. Correct. You're not answering for you. You're answering what you think are the most popular answers. So a bison slash buffalo, lion, probably a golden eagle. <laughs> <laughs> so you got zero out of three. What did people say? The top three answers are deer slash elk. These monsters also said moose, which are national treasures, and I can't believe you all would eat moose, and bears. Those were your top three. These people are just Cullen knockoffs. Okay, I was original. <laughs> These people answered things the Cullens actually eat. <laughs> okay, but you were supposed to guess what they would guess. You are bad at this. I will say that my favorite answer is the person who answered mosquito because it's so smart. You get a little taste of human blood and you're helping reduce the mosquito population, which causes West Nile. That is the best answer. Okay. (laughs) Okay, Julia, question two. Let's see if you can do better. On your hungriest day, how many hot dogs could you eat? 20? Zero? Mm Mm-hmm. And seven. (laughs) You got none right. I am vibing with you on this, but the three top answers are three, four, and five. On your hungriest day, you can only eat five hot dogs? These people have been hungry before. (laughs) I'm like, on my hungriest day, if I'm PMSing, I could easily eat eight hot dogs, like, without batting an eye. I put ten. Okay. Wow. These are so hard. I am... An iconoclast. I don't think how other people think. (laughs) Okay, last one. I think you're going to get this right. Oh, my God. This is so stressful. (laughs) The last question is, if you had to spend 90 days on a deserted island with one character from the Twilight series, who would you pick? Emmett, Angela, and Carlisle. Oh, my God. You got three out of three. Those are the top three answers. Wow. Really redeemed myself. What I love most about this list is that only two people said Edward. (laughs) Brilliant. Our listeners are on top of it. Okay, so I have to get more than three to win. Yeah. 
Okay. I can do it. Okay. Vanessa, what wear animal would you most like to shapeshift into? Okay. So if I'm like Twilight and Quarantine listener living in like Oregon listening to this, like who do I want to be? I want to be a werebear. Okay. I want to be a werewolf. Uh Uh-huh. And I want to be a were mountain lion. You got one right, werewolf. The cat people, Vanessa, the cat people want to be cats. Oh, the cat people want to be were cats. Yeah. Didn't even cross your mind. Well, I said were mountain lion. That's a cat. No. The fourth answer was tiger, lion, panther. Okay. Okay. So cat and what's the third one? Bird. Bird. A were bird. Oh, that's yeah. smart. People are smarter than I am. Okay. Okay. Great. Okay. Second question. What job should Charlie really get? <laughs> he should really work at the Newton's Outdoor Store. This is hard. Like, more than five people said the same answer to this? Yeah. Okay. He should be, like, a park ranger, not uh-huh. a police officer. And he should, like, keep a bar. He'd be good at, like, shooting the shit with people and watching sports in the background. Yeah. Okay. One for three, park ranger. Second answer. Oh, wow. Other were fisherman and sports announcer. Okay. The worst answer for this one, I hate to do callouts, but whoever thought Charlie should be a mayor was like tragically just wrong. Like, have you have you met Charlie? Because I've met Charlie and he should not be the mayor. Well, like the mayor of Carmel, California is a golden retriever. So maybe he could be like one of those mayors. Oh, got it. Yeah. Figurehead. Well, I just have to get one more to tie and two more to win. Okay. Last question. Going to make or break you. What is the sexiest trait for a paranormal creature to have? So I'm going to say lots of money. Okay. The ability to carry me. Okay. And snuggle ability like a werewolf. I would want to snuggle. Zero for three. (gasps) (gasps) What are the top three answers? Boundaries slash respects consent. Hypnotic eyes and wings. (laughs) <laughs> oh, my God. Why is none of that represented in the Twilight books? <laughs> I don't know. It's because they're not sexy. But, Vanessa, people, I think some people are in your kind of sphere of imagination with eliminating poverty and feminist principles being being in the list. Multiple yes. people said those. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Wow. So you won in Family Feud. Congratulations, Julia Grace. I'm very proud of you. It was really like a, a Hail Mary at the end for me. <laughs> but, you know, it doesn't matter how you cross the finish line. You did it. True. Whew. Do you have anything in your Twilight Diary this week? Okay. At one point in this chapter, Edward calls Bella a silly, oversensitive, beautiful girl. If someone referred to me as a silly, oversensitive, beautiful girl, I would find a way to snap their vampire neck. That is a worst combination. If I got called any of those things except beautiful. I know. Oversensitive? How dare you? I'm exactly the right amount of sensitive. (laughs) I'm exactly the right amount of everything. (laughs) Did you have anything in your Twilight Diary? Yeah. Bella at one point gives it as like a compliment that snuggling with Edward is like snuggling with the David. And that sounds horrible to me. It just sounds really uncomfortable. So I was thinking about other pieces of art I would rather snuggle with. And 
what I came up with was Edward Munch's scream, but not the painting, but like the actual monster who's screaming because he seems like he needs a hug. It's literally so weird you said that. That was the first thing I came to mind. But then I thought, I don't want to snuggle the painting. I want to snuggle the person in it. (laughs) Why are we so twisted? (laughs) Oh, I love that. That's wild. (laughs) The second thing that came to my mind, and this is not a good one, was La Pieta, the one of Jesus dying in Mary's arms. Well, that one you could at least like sit and snuggle with Mary. You could be like yeah, on yeah, yeah. top of Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Or like the Moses, right? Where like you could sit on his lap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's in a seated position. Like I would rather snuggle with Moses than David. Same guy, same material, but like seated position. Totally. Yeah. I can't believe more people aren't talking about this. <laughs> I Me neither. <laughs> so Julia, what do you want to put in Bella's care package? I'm going to put some firewood in for the sauna that we're getting them. Very thoughtful. What about you? What are you going to put in? I'm going to get a Snuggie, you know, one of those like blanket robe things to put on Edward. So there's like something soft and warm for Bella to snuggle with when she snuggles with him. That's a nice idea. Thanks. What do you think is going to happen next chapter? Fight, 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 fight. Right? No, I don't believe it. Then what? They're going to go to the fight. They're going to get dressed for the fight. Yeah, they're going to get dressed. They're going to go. They're going to wait for them to arrive. They're going to arrive. And then they fight. That's like at least seven chapters from now. This has been Twilight in Quarantine, a sauna from Hot and Bothered. This episode and all episodes are produced and edited by Ariana Nettleman. This show was conceived of as a vampire baby by Julia Argy. And I'm Vanessa Zoltan, and I am snuggling with Edward Munch's scream right now. We are a production of Not Sorry Productions and are distributed by 8Cast. Bye, everyone. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, everybody. I'm dropping into your feed to let you know that starting June 23rd, you are invited to a class called Discovering Your Own Patron Saints, a guided workshop with Natalie Folkerts. In this six-session class, you will explore beloved characters from literature who have jumped off the page and made their way into the moral fabric of your life. The first week of this class, you're going to explore what we mean by patron saints, and then each subsequent week will be devoted to a different value, wonder, imagination, grief, and courage. If you are seeking spiritual guidance outside of the constraints of formal religion, if you are someone who finishes a novel and feels like you have said goodbye to new friends, then this class is for you. Register before the first class on June 23rd by going to notsorryworks.com. That's N-O-T-S-O-R-R-Y-W-O-R-K-S dot com.